Hi, I'm Julie Kerr, and welcome to the Geek Loves Punk podcast. I wrote and directed the romantic comedy Geek Loves Punk, and the movie touches on subjects including geek culture, LGBTQ plus culture, and positive expressions of religion and spirituality. Uh, the podcast dives into these subjects with humor and thoughtfulness, so the romantic comedy inspires this awesome podcast. So please enjoy this episode. Also, um, just going to plug my website. It's juliekerrstudios.com. If you uh, check out my website, my friends say it looks really cool and professional, and my mom was impressed. So if you check out my website, uh, you can actually, um, that's where you can watch the movie that I made. Uh, You can also join, I I would love for you to join my email list. If you join my email list, um, you can get discounts on my movie and and, and other stuff. And you also... um, Oh, you immediately get access to a video and PDF and a series of videos that help you uh, learn how to cultivate more love, joy, and kindness into your life every day. So well, f- without further ado, enjoy this episode. Okay, so I'm talking about in this episode the book, The War of All Art by Stephen Pressfield. Um, I think as far as nonfiction goes, this is one of the greatest books ever written. Uh, <laughs> bold statement, but uh, yeah, I, I stand behind that. I I was on Facebook once upon a time. Well, I'm still on Facebook, but I was on Facebook with, with a group of friends and one of my college buddies uh, he's he's in a band and he's awesome and so he's he's still doing the band stuff because it's been a while since I've been in college so he's still doing the band stuff the music stuff I'm still doing the uh, the filmmaking stuff which is great um, but anyway so we were on a Facebook group and someone mentioned casually the War of Art by Stephen Pressfield and I was like cool and and the tagline for the book is break through the blocks and win your inner creative battles. And I was like, uh, awesome. <laughs> so I, um, I, uh, I bought the book and I read it and it, it completely changed my life for the better. Uh, it's, it's just, it's a quick read. It's an easy read. And at first when I started reading it, I was like, what? Because <laughs> the structure of it is a little bit different as far as a nonfiction book goes. But, um, I love the structure. Um, so, so, um, Oh, well, the other thing is my copy of the War of Art. It's got like coffee stains. It's uh, it's it the I ha- I've taped it together. I've read it so many times. Um, whenever I'm feeling scared or I don't have motivation, uh, I just read it, and it is like someone someone described it kind of like a kick in the pants. <laughs> That's kind of what it is. Like it lights a fire under your tukis to kind of like work on your stuff and there's other books I would say I would I uh recommend as far as implementation because the war of art it's kind of philosophical but it's also very meat and potatoes and and blue collar I would say because I grew up in a blue collar town uh and he uh, the author Stephen Pressfield had a lot of blue collar jobs but uh which is really cool but the great thing about the book is um it does, on a practical level, make you want to work on your art every day. Um, but for implementation as well, I would also recommend Brendan Bouchard's High Performance Habits or Marie Forleo's uh, Everything is Figure Outable. But let's talk about The War of Art. <laughs> great, great, great book that I've read 50 million times. Okay. Um, the first tip, tip I would give is that every creative person should definitely read this book. Also, it's a quick read, so if you buy it, um, and read it. Uh, we're talking 
I mean, if you really just sit down and read it, uh, <clears throat> hour and a half tops, it's a quick read, but it's, it's, it's powerful. Um, so every, every creative person should read this book. Um, I have a blog I'm going to use here to cheat a little bit on the podcast, but, but I never would have made a movie if it had, if I had never read this book. Um, this book changed my life. Um, so the book takes anything that would stand in your way from following your dreams or creating your art as an energy kind of thing called resistance with a capital R. Um, and I giving the energy that label really helps in overcoming it. And I agree. Sometimes resistance is someone saying to you, who do you think you are? But sometimes resistance is you saying to yourself, who do you think you are? Sometimes we are our own resistance. Um, uh, sometimes resistance is, oh, I could never do that. And the idea is, well, I, I really believe all of us, everyone, we have to fight resistance every day to to follow our callings in life. And I believe everyone has a calling in life, whether that's being the best parent in the world or being the best teacher or social worker in the world. Like, I think everyone has a calling. Um, and I don't think everyone's calling is this huge, you know, start this huge gigantic company. But I do think I do think we all get callings. Absolutely. Um, next tip. Next thing I like about this book Everyone is a creative person, which I just uh, touched on. So um, everyone's an artist in one way or another. So he's he's not, Stephen Pressfield, he's not, not just talking to painters or writers. Uh, he's talking to people who want to do a startup or create an app or change their major or go back to school or, or having a kid for the first time, you know, whatever your work of art is. Um, but yeah, everyone's an artist in one way or another. Um, and your art might be parenting, teaching, social work, protesting, fighting for freedom. Me, my art is filmmaking, uh, writing for sure. Um, but everyone is an artist and everyone has an expertise. Uh, I totally agree with that. And everyone has something to say. Um, the book encourages you to make art or follow your dreams, whatever that is for you. That's the other thing I like about it. Um, yeah, and I, I agree with Steven. Whatever your thing is, you you not you don't just owe it to yourself. You owe it to the people in your life to do that thing. Like, faux show. Okay. So you really owe it to people to do that. Okay. Um, and then here it says, the book explains that there are aspects to being an artist that are going to be tough or hard. That's okay. Everything's going to be okay. And that's the other thing Stephen talks about in his book, and he's right. Because um, sometimes because I'm a filmmaker out here, I live in the San Francisco Bay Area, and the industry is more in L.A. And I, I've i met one or two people who work in showbiz industry, right? Because I'm, I'm, like, pretty indie right now like really indie, <laughs> really independent. But, you know, when I talk to like people who've actually worked in showbiz, you know, like uh I've gone to some net- networking things out here in the Bay Area and I met someone who's like kind of a TV exec for Netflix or whatever. He developed some shows, really nice guy or I you know, I've I've rubbed shoulders and no. <laughs> I tried to finish that sentence. I was trying to sound kind of douchey, but okay. I've met people or had lunch with people who work at Pixar Animation Studios or, um, you know, people who work at Lucasfilm because the film community, community, the creative community is pretty small in San Francisco compared to LA. And it, that that's, I would think so because <laughs> Hollywood's in LA. 
But um, but my point in saying that, oh, when I talk to people who actually understand like how much work, like anim- animation is so much work, even with the computers. So animation's a lot of work, but they get how much work filmmaking is. It's so much work. And I'm not, I'm not even complaining. I'm not like, hey, feel sorry for me. No, no, no. I'm just saying like the work ethic that goes into if you want to make, if you want to be a filmmaker, um, it's quite the work ethic and it does scare people. (laughs) Um, But, and I get it because like working hard is hard. But what I like about the War of Art and what Stephen Pressfield says, and you know, he, there's, uh, he kind of quotes the Marines where he says to embrace the misery. And the thing I like about, and I know that sounds like, like blah, or or Brendan Burchard, his catchphrase is honor the struggle. I agree with both of them because uh, there's aspects of following your dreams or for me being a filmmaker. It's just like, it's a tough gig. Oh, and I was in film school and I've dropped out, which is a really great decision. I'm really glad I dropped out, but, but I was in film just cause it wasn't necessary, but I was in film school one time and I, this cinematographer guy who, who'd ha- who had a very impressive resume Our teacher, he was our cinematographer. He was a cinematographer and he is our teacher and he had a really impressive resume and he said he, he the door was open and he was teaching us and then he and he talked about how competitive the film industry is and and and, and you know i've i've heard sleazy stories about hollywood and blah 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 although i've heard you know that sitcom friends if you've heard of it da na 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 you know the sitcom uh, i was watching some behind this i just finished watching that again and and, and as far as friends goes uh, a lot, anyway, I find it kind of cool to find out, like, apparently the creators of Friends, which totally makes sense, were apparently the coolest, just nicest people ever. I just saw an interview, uh, with Lisa Kudrow, who played Phoebe, and she talks about how, actually, the -the behind-the-scenes people who made Friends were just as nice as you would think they were, so that's kind of cool, you know what I mean? So, of course, there's good people and mean people everywhere and that kind of thing, so that's gonna be true in Hollywood. Uh, but my point is like, oh yeah, I was just going to say, you know, okay, maybe there's sleaziness. I've also heard sleazy stuff about Hollywood. No judgments, but I don't know. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. Um, but the only reason I'm bringing that up is because, um, oh yeah. Like even if you take, there's a lot of things about Hollywood that are tough, but the biggest one would be like, it's just so, so, so competitive, right? There's just so many people. Um, trying to make it as an actor or a writer, etc. So, um, and uh, oh, right. So, so I was in class in film school, uh, and uh, there's a cinematographer sitting there uh, teaching us. And this guy had a very impressive resume. He showed us some of his work. It was really impressive. And he um, he did something really poignant. He was talking about how co- competitive the industry was. And so our teacher and he points at the door, which is like the it was like the main door for the the dean of the film part. What else? You know what I mean? Basically, the head honcho of the film department, the teacher. Um, and he points right at the uh, the door and he says, <laughs> he says, 
Do you see a line of producers out there just waiting to hire you as soon as you graduate? <laughs> He's like, no. <laughs> He's like, it's a very competitive industry. And he wasn't trying, and maybe he was trying to scare us a little bit, but he wasn't trying to scare us, scare us. He was just trying to, like, keep it real and just let us know, like, it's very competitive. It's a lot of work. Uh, I find filmmaking, it costs a little bit of money. It's not cheap. And so it's, um, yeah, there's aspects of it that are sort of kind of miserable, but like then again, not really. And I know that here's the part where maybe artists were a little crazy or whatever. But for me, like, yeah, I love hanging out with my friends. I love talking to my family. There's so many things in my life that are fulfilling and amazing. Um, you know, I love the affirming church that I go to. It's LGBTQ affirming. Um, you can scroll down to my podcast episode where I talk about what that means. But um but yeah, uh, yes, I, there's so many things about my life that I do like. Even when right now I'm unemployed, even though on a material level my life's doesn't, it's not as awesome as it could be, but, um, but it, I still feel good every day. But so yeah, I live a really great life, but the thing that really brings meaning to my life is when the thing that makes me feel really, really, really alive and I, it feels like a calling is when I'm writing screenplays or making movies, or editing, or just doing all the things that I do as a filmmaker, and even doing all these podcasts and all that. Like, this stuff makes me feel alive, and feeling alive, and vibrant, and just enthusiastic, and all that kind of stuff. It just feels great. There's no other, I would say, for me, there's no other high in the world than that. So that's what I really like. And, um, or it's really cool. And, um, and because, so, so it's miserable, but it's amazing. It's miserable and amazing at the same time. (laughs) I say that as like overall pretty happy person, but I work at my happiness and my joy. And you'll, you heard the plug before this episode, you'll hear the plug after this episode about, yeah, where I made a web, I made a PDF and a video telling you my daily habits that I do every day to feel good. Because um, someone who I really love, who's really smart, uh, recently said that optimism is easy, and I was like, uh, no, <laughs> optimism isn't easy at all. I, I work on it. I work on my personal development to feel good every day. But anyway, um. My point in uh, in all of this is like that. So I like when Stephen says it's miserable, <laughs> and he talks about his journey of being a, uh, an author. Um, and, and and Stephen Pressfield has an impressive. I mean, he wrote Legend of Bagger Vance, which is a book. That book got turned into a movie. Uh, basically, you know, um, they bought the the option and made a movie starring Will Smith and uh, Matt Damon and and that's tough for that to happen just like we were talking about how competitive everything is just for that to happen is like super super amazing but he talks about how like um with Legend of Bagger Vance the book he wrote um when he decided he wanted to write that book just um how 
his agent wasn't happy. <laughs> at the time, he was a screenwriter. At the time, he was a screenwriter, and he got this idea of calling to write a book, this random book about golf. And not that it's random. Like, it's a very popular book, and it was made into a movie, so obviously it had to have been very popular. Um, but it's interesting how he just got this calling to do this book, Legend of ba- Badger Vance. I think I'm saying it right, but... but um he got a calling to make to write this book and what's interesting is um oh so he just got this calling and his agent wasn't happy and it just looked when he was writing it it looked like the worst idea ever but it's interesting that went on to become one of his most in my opinion commercially successful books so it's like it's just kind of ironic and awesome you know at the same time So a big part of his stuff is following your heart, following the calling in your soul. Um, And so, yeah, and that and then he just he just lets you know, like there's aspects of your calling if it's in the arts, that's going to be hard and and, but you're going to be okay. And, And that's not an empty statement from Stephen Pressfield because he made it. He's a successful author. And in my opinion, he wrote one of the best nonfiction books ever ever written, The War of Art. So here's what I want to say. Read The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. Read it today. Uh, One of my listeners on YouTube, he bought bought it on Audible and started listening to it. And I was like, awesome. Uh, And here's what I want to say to you, listener. Uh, Start your dream today. Okay. And then um, here's some quotes for you. First quote, look in your own heart. Unless I'm crazy, right now a still small voice is piping up, telling you as it has 10,000 times the calling that is yours and yours alone by Stephen Pressfield from The War of Art. Now I'm going to quote myself for fun. Okay, if you want to know your purpose in life, read this book. It will put you on the right path. The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield completely changed my life for the better. Julie Kerr, that's me. Okay, next quote. This is Stephen Pressfield. Creative work is not a selfish act or a bid for attention on the part of the actor. It's a gift to the world and every being in it. Don't cheat us of your contribution. Give us what you've got, Stephen Pressfield, the war of art. Now I'm going to quote myself. I'm going to support Stephen. (laughs) Okay. Whether it's to love others or champion joy or spread a hopeful message or write books or make movies, etc., you owe it to others and yourself to follow your dreams. Julie Kerr. Alrighty, uh, thanks so much for listening. Uh, start your dream today, read the book, and stick around. I'm going to plug my website. Thanks, y'all. Love y'all. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. I really appreciate it. Now, uh, if you're on Apple or Spotify or any of the things, I'm on a lot of platforms as far as podcasting goes, or Anchor. Hey, props to Anchor. Uh, I'm doing this all through Anchor, a really great uh, app, um, uh, podcast app. Uh, But anyway, um, if you could subscribe or like or rate this episode or download it, uh, follow all of the things. If you like this episode, uh, go for it. Uh, also, I'm going to go ahead and um, oh plug my movie. I, I wrote a really great romantic comedy, uh, Geek Loves Punk, about a geek who falls for a rock and roll punk. So uh, totally check out my romantic comedy. It's at my website, uh, Julie Kerr, K-E-R-R studios.com, uh, and you can watch it there. 
Um, and then also, uh, again, plugging my email list. If you could join my email list, that would be super awesome. If you join my email list, you get discounts on uh, my movie, on the personal development course I have. And also, uh, if you join my email list, you immediately get access to uh, the five daily habits I do to cultivate more love, joy, and kindness into my life every day. I grew up in an abusive home. It totally sucked. <laughs> but I'm 38 years old. I've just I've studied personal development my entire life. So so I've been, uh, I write, I give you the five daily habits that I do every day that just help me feel good and happy every day, even when I have crappy days. All right. So totally join my email list. That's at my website at www.juliekerrstudios.com. That's K-E-R-R. Thank you so much for listening and go forth and be awesome because you, my friend, are awesome. Thank you. Bye.